Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, everybody. We're uh, here in the first week of September, uh, enjoying uh, life. We're actually taping this in uh, the end of August uh, here in New Hampshire at Kathy's beautiful mm-hmm. uh, studio that we get to share together. We're our taping session, and it's been uh, a joy. We've got certainly a beautiful home. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. It's nice having you guys out here. Yeah. The last time you were here, it was all decorated, decorated for Christmas. So now you're actually seeing it uh, in its normal state. Right, right, right. <laughs> you have a, uh, and you have a house full of people. We do. <laughs> we always do. Yeah, Anna's still at the point when we're taping this. Anna's still home from college. And Josh and Emma are living with us currently as they're building a house just 10 minutes up the road. Yeah. And, um, and our door is always revolving. That is, that is one thing people find here. It seems like we always have extras in our house. And I love that. That's God's given us this place to be able to share with others. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's fun to have your, I know your kids, and it's fun just to, and I, I know you can tell they enjoy certainly being here. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. We have uh, in our house too, we have uh, Peter Share and the boys. Uh, now, actually, Joshua's back at Baylor, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and then Aiden's, uh, we did make uh, first place, first position in the tennis team. I knew he uh, was. So Good for him. Going to finish that. And it'll be interesting to see what he does with that because he goes to Powell. Right. Talent. Yeah, this is a big year ahead yeah. for so him. He's got to process through God's will, mm-hmm. uh, which will be supernatural. And he understands that. Yeah, to demonstrate. He knows it. He's not, mm-hmm. you can tell. I mean, it's really cool. Typically for, um, you know, like a senior in high school where typically they're a little bit anxious right. about, you know, making the choice and is it going to be the right choice and what if and uh, I better do it right and what am I going to get accepted and all these different things that they kind of have pressure on. Mm-hmm. And, but he's, he's very relaxed about it. And because of him experiencing the supernatural and experiencing you know, answers to God's will all the time. Right. He's really at peace about it because he knows he's going to get the answer. Right. Right. And it'll be the, it'll be clear to him. It won't be fuzzy. It won't be, I got to guess mm-hmm. right. It's now God's going to show me and then I'll know That's, it's best. In don't you wish, like, I, I always wish that I could give that to so many more yeah. people, but especially like looking at, I remember when Anna's friends were all going through this and the ones that I got to have influence with, um, just sharing with them how they could see God through the process those that walked through the college decision process, abiding and seeking God's will, left with so much more confidence and, and were able to see God choosing where he wanted them to be and to step in it up com- with confidence. And it gave them a place, even as things were difficult in transition time, of knowing they're sitting right in the center of God's will. Right. And it's a beautiful gift. I love, I love seeing young people get that. Yeah. yeah. You it's, know? it's funny because they're... Uh... You know, it's not, they're not going to have uh, 
absence of trouble and adversity, no, no. but they start to have confidence mm -hmm. that, eh, well, well, it'll be interesting to see how God, you know, walks right. through this. And they keep having spectacular things. Yeah. That's even as um, I know I shared, well, I don't know how much of the story I shared, but, um, you know, Anna, I did share that Anna recently got engaged. And um, the process through which God turned her heart from waiting until after graduation to they're actually going to get married after her sophomore year, um, after Ryan graduates, because so, he's a couple years older. But um, this summer, the way that he spoke and he moved and we were fasting together and lots of prayers and unity on this, the things that God spoke. Um, the beauty of her now stepping into this saying, okay, I am, you know, a year from now, God is calling me to this. And it's sooner than the time frame I had in mind, mm. but it's what God has in mind. And if you hear her tell the story, she would be the first to tell you, she, she will say now, this is the most confident I've ever felt of any decision in my life oh, nice. because of the clarity with which he spoke and the unity with which he spoke. And I love that. I think he taught her a lot of that in the college process of the listening and seeking and really surrendering and, and waiting for his voice and taking it step by step by step. And now he's walked her into this next big decision the same way. And she's really understanding the confidence and the promise of, hey, this is covenant life. Right. This is what it looks like. Right. And that the, um, you know, we're talking about the supernatural. That's a big element of it. Is that, um, you know, you said uh, when you pray, ask for the kingdom come, live in the mm -hmm. kingdom, I will be done. Ask, seek, and knock. Um, and then he tells the story, this is in Luke chapter 11, that, um, you know, if your son asks for an egg, mm. you give him a snake, you know, or just give him a scorpion. And the answer is no. And he said, you being not that good. Right. Um, you still know how to give good gifts. <laughs> you're, you're not going to bait switch mm. your own kid. I'm not going to do that to you. Right. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. And by the way, and this is, this was when he said it, it wasn't even clear to the disciples until later. He says, what I'm going to give you is the Holy Spirit. Right. And, and they like, well, yeah, but we're, we're not asking for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this um, is what you want. Trust me. <laughs> I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit that has every answer. Mm. And I'll, I'll communicate that to you in a way that I absolutely won't be baiting and switching you or fuzzy or having you mm -hmm. guess. And the one thing that we would encourage everybody, we have a heart to go. And we, we have a course called Discerning God's Will um, yeah, that goes right. into this in detail. But God's will is to be received. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing is that you'll know it because it'll be absolutely crystal clear yeah. with no fuzziness to it mm -hmm. um it's hard to describe it because we're not right. used to it right because we're like well we do our analysis we think i guess i should do this not sure mm. i don't know what's going to happen but at least i'll try and god says well, actually when i show you my will right. i show it to you in a way that you know that you know that you know mm -hmm. and you actually you don't you don't receive it yet until you know that you know. by the way if you haven't you're not there yet Right, right. But you will, just like with uh, you know, Anna is uh, she knows. Right. Um, and when Joshua went to you know, decided on Baylor, he knew. Mm -hmm. And when, when Anna went to school, she yeah. knew. Um, and it wasn't fuzzy. Anybody 
friend Reagan, who we've had on, knew. Mm -hmm. uh, and Aiden, as he gets ready now to understand God's will for college, he already, because he's learned it, mm -hmm. he knows, well, when it happens, I'm I'll know, know that I know <laughs> that I know. I don't have to worry mm -hmm. that I am going to guess wrong. Right. It's not a kind of. Mm -hmm. God's will is, he said, I'll make it so clear to you. And, and the fun for us is to help people. If you have a heart to go, mm -hmm. then you start to experience that. And the fun is when we get to see God do something. Yes. That now you know that you know that you mm -hmm. know. And we get to say, look, how cool is that? Right. So it's quite I fun. I love that. Yeah. So uh, we've been talking about uh, these uh, elements of how do we hinder the opportunity to experience the supernatural and, and we've talked you know recently about you know you don't even go to seek it or you test God mm -hmm. uh, and say well you do what I want and then I'll believe it he said well then you just you just shut it down this next one is really interesting you know we're in the same story we've been in, in the story of the feeding of the four thousand mm -hmm. and uh, we saw where the disciples didn't even think about the supernatural we saw the Pharisees who experienced the supernatural say well you're going to have to prove it more to us for us to believe anything and jesus said well then you just shut it down um, you can't flip it on me i'm god you gotta come with me i'll do it but you can't demand okay this next one now is to the to the disciples um and they've experienced this the uh feeding of the four thousand and <laughs> this great story at mark 8 we're still in mark 8 13 to 21. sure it says and he left them and getting into the boat again, departed to the other side. Now the disciples had forgotten to take bread and they did not have more than one loaf with them in the boat. Then he charged them saying, take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they reasoned among themselves saying, it's because we have no bread. <laughs> but Jesus being aware of it said to them, why do you reason because you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive nor understand? Is your heart still hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves for the 5,000, how many baskets full of fragments did you take up? And they said to him, 12. Also, when I broke the seven for the 4,000, how many large baskets full of fragments did you take up? And they said, seven. So he said to them, how is it you do not understand? <laughs> Um, so, um, they've, you know, they've experienced the feeding of the 4,000 mm -hmm. uh, and they all participated in that, right. where they were out handing out the basket, the food, multiplying their seeing that they got it. They saw it before in the 5,000, seeing it, they've just seen it. They get in the boat. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus, uh, and we, and we're going to try to understand the issue here. He, he makes a statement. Mm -hmm. uh, they're in the boat. He says, "Beware of the leaven mm -hmm. of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod." Right. Um, he makes a statement. Mm -hmm. Their reaction to it is what? Oh man, we didn't bring enough bread. Yeah. <laughs> He's mad that we only have one loaf. Yeah, and see, um, uh, they were instructed to um, take the extra fragments mm -hmm. and they forgot them. And they forgot them, right. Um, 
And so they're taking this thought of leaven. Now, by the way, he didn't make any statement like, how come you guys don't have enough bread? Right. Didn't say that. Right. He said, beware of the leaven. Okay, they took a little bit of understanding of leaven. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're a baker. What do you do with leaven? You add it to bread to make it rise and <laughs> get bigger and all that. And, and it's a little bit, mm -hmm. right? And it then permeates all the right. things so that it fulfills what the bread is supposed to do, which rises so that you can have the fullness of it. And leaven is what stimulates that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and so as you uh, do their thinking, well, I guess he's talking about bread. Right. Because that's what love is used for. Right, right. I guess he's talking about bread. And they start to reason mm. among themselves. Right. And basically, um, what they were doing was, how come you didn't bring the bread? <laughs> <laughs> Who was supposed to bring the bread? Um, you know, and of course it was, uh, well, I knew that he said something about it, but I didn't know. I thought you were going to bring. Mm -hmm. um, and they were reasoning about we missed having enough bread and we were supposed to have enough bread. Mm -hmm. And he's 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 uh, unhappy. Right. Because that, we didn't do that. that we yeah. didn't do what he asked us to do. Right. And we, we messed up. Mm -hmm. uh, and. Know, I don't know what we should say, what we should do. Um, they don't even know how to react mm -hmm. to the statement of beware of the leaven. Right. Uh, their reaction is, I guess we must stop. And he's unhappy. And we don't even know what to say. Right, right. Uh, Jesus, now by the way, says, now I'm hearing you guys. Mm -hmm. And you are reasoning among yourself about my statement. Right. Um, and then he actually says to them, and if you go ahead and read that again, because there's a word that he uses that we need to understand. He says, why do you reason because you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive nor understand? Is your heart still hardened? Okay. Um, why do you reason because you have no bread? I didn't say anything about that. Mm-hmm. Um, why are you going that way? Is your heart so hardened? And he's talking again about, and, and you talked about this, uh, about the attitude of the Pharisees. He's talking about the heart condition. Right. And that um, are you, uh, and the word hardened there is uh, rejecting the truth and setting a uh, position mm -hmm. that is not following that truth. Right. Uh, so like, for example, um, and this is something that people struggle with, is when Moses was, was with Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. And it says God hardened his heart. Mm -hmm. And they, they, a lot of questions I get of how could God harden his heart? And it seems then he was disadvantaged because he could have let him go, but God wouldn't let him. And he actually right. hardened his heart. I said, no, I said, that's not how it works. Um, hardened hearts is rejecting the truth. Mm. 
Uh, right. and, and there's a statement, and you can read this in John chapter 10, uh, excuse me, John chapter 12, that uh, Jesus makes a statement and says, I haven't come to judge you, but my words, the truth is mm -hmm. what judges you. And if you accept it, you'll go further into this beautiful life of the supernatural. If you reject it, your heart gets harder. Right. Uh, okay. So it's the truth, and you're rejecting the truth. As you reject the truth, it moves you further into a hardened position toward following God. Mm -hmm. If you keep rejecting the truth, which is what happened with Pharaoh, it got to the place where he was so hard that he's absolutely not even thinking of doing it mm -hmm. until um, he rejects the killing of children, and then the children are killed. Mm -hmm. And he finally says, okay, I give up. Because that, that happened. So he says, your hearts, boys, are moving toward Harden because you're not pursuing mm. the truth at all. Mm. Um, and you haven't taken anything that just happened. Right. And processed it. Okay, what? Two things happened. Feeding of the 4,000. Right. Supernatural. Cool stuff. Mm -hmm. the Pharisees and they're standing there right and the Pharisees say um, unless you do what I want we're not going to believe it mm -hmm. and Jesus says you can't test me right and so you just shut it down the Pharisees they experience the Pharisees right hey boys beware of the leaven of the Pharisees mm -hmm. and you can put two and two together Mm. at all in any way and see right. it's the hardening of the heart is you didn't look at the truth of what just has been transpiring and he said i make a statement mm -hmm. none of you ask me uh what are you talking about <laughs> right right um instead of i guess he's upset about the fact that we forgot the bread mm -hmm. And he said, your hearts are hardened because you're going that direction and trying to figure out what I just Reasoning said. Reasoning on your own again. What I right. just said, which doesn't line up with anything that you've experienced. As opposed to, it would have seemed to me that had I, now that I make the statement, and we just experienced what the Pharisees mm -hmm. had done, that you would have said, uh, what do you mean right. by that? Because doesn't leaven, you know, uh, go throughout the whole thing, and doesn't it, doesn't it cause bread to rise? And what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus would have explained it, uh, and they didn't go that direction. So he said, "You didn't experience further what I wanted to reveal to you about the supernatural mm -hmm. and about important elements of it. You shut that piece of it down because you went your own way." And none of you ask me, mm. what did I just say? Right. And that's what hardens the heart. And, and that's why I said it's so important. So, now, by the way, this is funny in the story. Um, they never asked him. Mm, you're right. And he didn't tell them. Yeah. At this point. Uh, he made a statement. They never ask him. They, he never tells them. And so it's not a matter of, of God saying, I'm going to have to force you to learn this. 
is I make a statement. And by the way, the way that he generally makes a statement now to us is abiding in the word. Right. And you come across something that makes a statement. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I was just teaching about the kingdom um, a couple of days ago to a group, a group up, up in, uh, uh, in Tuftingham. And uh, they struggle with it because mm -hmm. um, it's foreign to them. Right. Uh, about what do you mean um, asking for the kingdom and walking in the kingdom and why is that so important and aren't we all in the kingdom and mm -hmm. they struggle with it but their view was I, I see because I just gave them the word right I don't I don't make any I don't say here's what just what does the word say yeah and the word talks about um, okay I I have a hard time with that word mm -hmm. Uh, okay, but they had a heart to say, we need to pursue further right. what that really means because I know he just made that statement, but I don't understand. Don't know what to do with it. I don't that. know what to do with it right. at all. And since he made that statement, I'm going to go ahead and pursue more. Um, and, and I even see, even at that point, I try to help people with, and this is what's cool about abiding is, I'm, I'm just helping you introduce something that he just said. Mm -hmm. I don't even look at anything that I say. Right. Is now you got to go into the word and process with the Holy Spirit. Well, what exactly does that mean? Mm -hmm. And Rich is saying something that I'm not sure is, is really true. And I certainly don't understand it. And it's not like, well, just believe it anyway. No, it's. Go pursue it. Go pursue it and process and let God reveal. And, and, and don't yeah. harden your heart. Yeah. But let me show you supernaturally, you know, what it is. Uh, so as, um, you know, uh, we understand abiding is when Jesus makes a statement, uh, it's okay that we don't understand it, but it's, let's, let's continue to pursue it mm -hmm. with him and I'll reveal it to you. And all you got to do is ask. Right. Which is what they didn't do. He said, don't let your hearts get hardened and stop the process mm -hmm. and shut it down. You don't get to do it. And I'll, I'll just help you with, you know, uh, when you think about the what he was trying to get to about the leaven of the Pharisees, leaven of Herod was uh, leaven, first of all, so you, as you said, is something that you put in and it grows throughout the entire mm -hmm. place. Uh, so in a little bit starts to take over. Right. So he said the Pharisees, the leaven is about law. Mm, right. Uh, you're letting a little law start to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And now you're you're occupied by doing the right thing. Right. And making others do the things that you want them to mm -hmm. do. And you go into judgment and law and law starts to dominate your life, even your own internal clock. Right. Uh, I've got to try to do better at serving God. And it's funny, even as you say that, I'm reminded um, the word for leaven is like zume or something like that. And they say metaphorically, it's the picture of infection. Yes. Um, and so, you know, something, a germ, <laughs> a bacteria that takes root and then multiplies and multiplies and suddenly there's infection and then you land with the hard heart. Right. You know? <laughs> right. And this is, and then he says of leaven of Herod. Um, Herod uh, was, this isn't the Herod of the birth of Jesus. This is the Herod that's now uh, leading uh, Israel from the Jewish side of it. And so what was his? He was uh, super self-centered. Oh, interesting. And everything about what he did was all about his own personal pleasure. Mm. He, built, he built Masada. 
he built um, a big palace out in Caesarea. Hmm. Everything was about me, 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 and I'm doing right. it for me, 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 and I'm taxing people for me, 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 and it's pleasure right. of self-centeredness of I'm doing everything based on what how I want to do. Right. Um, so he's so he's really given two side by side warnings. This is you know not going to self and it being all about you and this idea of law and going to you know, performing and, and it not being about what God is doing and, and, and being, responding and, yeah. to him in dialogue. And being religious. Right. Uh, when you think you're holy. Right. But you've lost the heart of it. Right. Which, by the way, we just demonstrated. He said, because you don't have a heart, you just shut it down. Yeah. And that's yeah. what he would have wanted the disciples because he, the the introduction of the, of the uh, leaven of Herod is a brand new thought. Right. But he just experienced the Pharisees. Mm -hmm. They should have said, yeah, we know they, they seem to oppose you a lot. Um, what are you talking about? Right. Hey, okay, this. Hey, by the way, what's this thing about Herod? Oh, what about this? He would have loved to explain it. To mm -hmm. And, and they, they never did that. They never the whole, did. The passage, they never, <laughs> they never did or at that. least it's recorded. We don't know it. Well, I'm assuming later <laughs> they probably did. But um, uh, in the story of the feeding of the 4,000, he's trying to say all along the path here, you have the you have the tendency, both Pharisees and disciples, to move away from me doing more and more and more supernatural right. uh, because of how you think and your heart right. view of it. And, and all by I'm asking, either being religious or going to self. Yeah. You know, don't do either of these things. Yeah. And I'm asking you to um, just respond to what I'm saying to you mm -hmm. and the situation you have. Of, you know, look at it in two simple ways. Uh, originally, it was, well, what do you have to say about this issue of not being able to feed everything? Right. Ask me. Mm -hmm. When I do say something, don't ignore it. Mm, that's good. And don't dismiss right, it. Right, and don't right. just say, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And I don't know, I guess because I'm not good enough, you know. And he says, I didn't even talk about that. Mm. I just want to help you understand something <laughs> that we just experienced you know so um as we experience the supernatural it is about heart and he said be careful that you don't get caught up in reasoning mm -hmm. and get a hardness that rejects the opportunity to go further right with me particularly when i'm speaking something to you and showing you something so father we thank you for that uh privilege and that answer and we pray that we'll understand it and that we will have hearts that uh, often we won't understand and often we don't have clarity at all, but you're just saying to stay with me and don't go to reasoning, but rather go to receiving. And so we praise you in that and thank you in that in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us, everyone. If you have questions about things that we talked about today, send them in to questions at afjministry.com and we'd love to talk about them and we'll see you next time. Yeah, we'll see you all. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.